In today's transcribed adventure, Buzz and Happy are searching for a saboteur in the vat room of a plastics factory on Jupiter. Cautiously, they duck under pipes of hot gas feeding into the vat. Wow, what was that? Well, the pipes exploded, blew a valve, probably. Okay, oh, rockets feel that heat. Happy, come on. We gotta get out of here. I told you, I can't breathe. The gas in the broken pipe, that gas is poison. Now for the complete story of today's thrilling adventure of Space Patrol. For more than 50 years, the manufacturing colony on the shores of Lake Tarnhelm on the planet Jupiter has been supplying the United Planets with the amazing product called Vitaplast. Vitaplast, made from a sticky, clay-like substance scooped from the banks and bottom of the lake, becomes an almost magic material of 10,000 uses under the manufacturing genius of the people of Tarnhelm. But for unknown reasons, the lake is drying up. Skilled workmen are without jobs, and industries from Mercury to Pluto are facing a shortage of the vital material. That's why Commander Corey and Cadet Happy are in the office of Thomas Purvin, director of Tarnhelm Industries. Commander, unless something is done right away, Tarnhelm will have to be closed down. There will be no more vitroplasts. Can it be made synthetically? The best chemists in the United Planets have been trying to find a way for 50 years, and they have failed. I'll be frank, Mr. Purvins. The United Planets government feels that Vitaplast is an important product. But what I must know is how you intend to use the money. Mm, we are working right now on a new type of Vitaplast, a discovery that makes all of the uses as primitive and crude as the automobile or the mechanical editing machine. I'll finance it with my own funds until the shortage of raw vitoplasts cut down our revenue. In addition, Mr. Purvins, we've been hearing reports of trouble between various factions of workers here in Tarnhelm. The government can't put money into a venture where people are working at cross-purposes. Oh, I admit we had some difficulties. A few families have left because of lack of work. And a few hotheads have tried to steal our trouble. But I assure you there is nothing serious. Well, Mr. Purvins, there's been some more trouble that... Oh, excuse me. I'll talk to you later. Oh, wait a minute, Zoga. We're keeping nothing back from the Space Patrol. Well, okay. Uh, Commander Corey, this is Mr. Drober, one of my foremen. How do you do? Glad to know you, Commander. The Commander and the Cadet are here to consider our problem, so speak out. Well, 25 men in the block pressing section are quitting. They demand immediate transportation to Jupiter City. What's the trouble, Drober? Oh, they're sore because the Vitaplast tubing workers got their full check this week, and the block pressers did. They're pretty much worked up. Pay them in full, including what they would have made if they had been able to turn out their full quota. Why, this disappearing lake sure is causing enough problems. Mr. Purvins, is there any vitoplast in the other two lakes? Are there two lakes? Yes, sir. We saw them on our way in. One is up in the hills, a couple of miles from Tarnhelm Lake, and the other is down in the valley. Well, the lake in the hills has no trace of vitoplast, and there is no lake in the valley. Oh, I guess it must have been a mirage or something. Yeah, sure, that, that's it, uh, a mirage. Well, I'll pay off the workers, Mr. Purvin. All right, Droger, thank you. Now, Mr. Purvin, about this special research you're carrying out. We've kept it a secret, but if you and the cadet will come down to the lab, I'll show you. All right. Hey, Commander, I feel pretty foolish about seeing a lake that wasn't there. That's all right, Hap. I saw it, too. Here. Go ahead, Drover. I just fixed Pervin. Right in front of Commander Corey. Yeah? Uh, where are you now? My office at Tynehill. Pervin's had just finished telling Corey there was no real trouble at Tynehill when I rushed in and told him about the walkout in the block pressing section. 
How did you get the men to quit? I had some of the boys spread a rumor that Purvins was trying to cheat. We had them convinced their jobs were finished for good. Nice going. Is Corey still there? Yeah. Purvins is still trying to promote a government loan. Now, don't miss a trick to make Purvins look bad in front of Corey. And if you have to, you'd better pull some rough stuff. Make the morale look really bad at Tarnhelm. Right. Now, have you still got the bills going in the Bronx Bronxite camp? Yeah. And the quicker the lake's drained, the better. I don't know. Corey's cadet saw some water in the valley. Apparently, the drainage from the lakes isn't staying underground. What? That's uh, nothing to get excited about. I didn't have any trouble convincing them it was a mirage. So there couldn't have been much water. I'll stop the drills for a few days. It won't take the water long to sink into the valley. It's mostly sandy soil. How much longer can you hold out with that fake mining operation? Well, several weeks. Urban's can't last much longer. Can't get government help, he'll be willing to sell you an interest in Tarnhill. Uh huh. And after I get my hooks into him, the lake will start filling up again. And we'll have a share in the Vitaplast profit. Good. Now, do you have any further ideas on what I should pull off next? Year? A little sabotage ought to fit in pretty well about now, if you can arrange it without any risk. I think I can. As a matter of fact, I have a little idea. Now, Commander, if you and the cadet will step over here to this flat bench, I'll show you our new project. You've done wonders here, Mr. Purvins. We're very proud of it. Uh, here's what I want to show you. See this shapeless mess of vitaplast? I would like you to feel it. Ah, very much like soft rubber. <laughs> uh, squeeze it in your hand, Cadet. Like this? Yeah. Well, it feels soft and doughy. And now I will apply a small electric current. Wow! Hey, it pulled right out of my hand like it was alive. I saw it move. That's right. Uh, now watch it. I will vary the intensity and polarity of the current running through the vitaplast. Hmm. Look, it's curling up at the edges and crawling. Hey, it is alive. No, not alive. Just responsive to electric current. You noticed it was blob-shaped a moment ago. Uh, now watch it. Why, it's drawing itself together. It's rolling up. I advanced the current, forming into a ball. Almost a perfect sphere. Uh, pick it up today. Don't worry, you won't get a shot. Why, it feels something like a like a hard rubber ball. <laughs> Bounce it on the bench. Uh, go ahead. Okay. Hey, it's wonderful. And uh, now throw it down again. Hard. Okay. Better stand back, everybody. It'll probably bounce all over the lab. Hey, what happened? It's not a ball anymore. It just spread out flat the way it was at first. Mr. Pervin, this is the most amazing substance I've ever seen. Now, wait till I show you some microplastic cube shape. It can be made to crawl or coil itself tightly around any object or release it all by electric control. This is a tremendous discovery. Its applications are limitless. Exactly. Now, when you consider that this type of vitoplast works the same in extreme cold or intense heat, it's obvious that it's... perfect. Uh, there's been some more trouble. Yes, Drover, what now? Uh, someone's been tampering with the automatic control panel in the refining plant. What? The whole process routine's been thrown out of order. We may have to throw out thousands of tons of vitaplast. Let's get over there right away. Lead the way, Drober. I want to see this. Uh, the master control panel is right here, Commander. Come on, Happy. Yes, sir. How did you discover this, Drober? The foreman at stage 17 drew off a routine test sample. Didn't even look like vitaplast. He called me and I checked the master panel. You know where the trouble is? Uh, you see where those red lights are flashing? That means something's wrong between stage 16 and 17. This is terrible. It could put us out of operation. Commander, I just saw somebody look in that door and then duck back. Let's get him. Come on, Happy. Yes, sir. 
Did you recognize him, Zorba? No. No, but I think he was wearing a regular plant uniform. Okay, here are some stairs here. He may be hiding down in stage three. If he is, we've got him. What do you mean? Well, the only way out is back up to the control room. Is there any place down here where he could hide? Well, there are big vats of raw vitaplast. He may try hiding behind one of them. Oh, be careful of the pipe. What pipe? Well, the pipes leading to the vat. They're hot. They're full of hot ditoxylene gas, which is being pumped through the vitaplast. Okay, Drover. Down the stairs, Happy, quickly. Through the vats, Commander. All right. Get your ray gun. We'll search behind this one first. Yep. Ow! Drover was right about these pipes being hot. Be careful, Happy. Uh, there's not behind this one. Let's try number two. Hey, what was that? One of the pipes burst through a valve, probably. Hey, feel that heat. I, I, I... Happy, come on. we got to get out of here. My throat, I, I can't breathe. The dipoxylene. It's poison gas. <laughs> and Happy are on the planet Jupiter in a manufacturing colony which is the only producer of vitaplast in the entire universe. Production of the urgently needed substance has fallen off, partly because the water in Lake Tarnhelm is sinking into the ground and partly because of sabotage within the plant. Unknown to Commander Corey, both the disappearing lake and the sabotage are the work of the plant director's assistant, Drober, and Drober's partner, Halstead. Pretending to see a suspicious character in the plant control station, Drober has tricked Buzz and Happy into searching among the Vitaplast vats. Due to Drober's tampering with the control process, pipes carrying poisonous ditoxylene gas have burst under the enormous pressure. Now with the heated gas fumes searing their lungs, Buzz and Happy are trying to get out of the vat room. Don't try to go back that way, Happy. The gas is worse there. Where's another door that Drober told us about? It must be this way. Commander, my lungs! Happy, listen. Drop down to the floor. Crawl. I can walk. No, get down low. Hot gas will rise to the ceiling. There won't be so much of it near the floor. Wait, Commander. That's it. On your hands and knees. Keep your head down low. It is easier to breathe like this. All right. Come on. Commander, you're safe. While you were in stage three, we discovered someone had allowed the pressure to build up to the bursting point. And there was no way to warn you. I was pretty close. Oh, does that fresh air feel good? Well, we got the gas under control now. Drover, that man you saw did go down to the vat room. He's still there. We didn't see him. We didn't look very close, though. We were busy crawling out. Yes, looks as though I was mistaken about his going down to the stage three. Sorry I put you two in such a spot. Well, it proves one thing. Tom Helen isn't exactly the proper atmosphere for scientific research. Mr. Purvance? I'm going to have to recommend against the government putting money into your Vitaplast project. But, Commander... Obviously, there's some people here who are willing to wreck the entire plant, even if it costs lives, just to ruin Vitaplast production. This is only the work of one or two dissatisfied persons. I'm certain. If the plant were backed by the government, there would be no more sabotage. The way the Space Patrol works, Mr. Purvins, we stop sabotage first. I'm going to Jupiter City now to file my preliminary report to the Secretary General. And I'll assign some special agents to track down the persons responsible for this incident today. But I'm afraid you're going to have to wait a while for government financing. Come on, Happy. Let's get to our ship. Gober calling Halstead at Darkside number one. Gober to Halstead. Halstead here. Go ahead. Now you can start selling that drilling equipment for junk. We're in. You mean the government won't back permits? Uh, not after what Corey saw today. He's going back and report that this is a very bad risk. Uh, good work, Gober. 
when do you think Pervins would be receptive to another offer to buy into Turnhouse? Right away. Why don't you give him a call? I'll do that. I can't figure it out, sir. Why should some of his workmen sabotage Mr. Pervins's plan? Hey, it's not his fault the lake is drying up. I'm going to recommend that the Secretary General send a couple of scientists out there to talk to Pervins. Maybe some other plastic that could be made with the same properties. Something not as rare as a phytoplast. Mm-hmm. Look, there's our mirage again. The lake in the valley. Uh, that's no mirage, Happy. That's real water. Not very deep, but no illusion. There doesn't seem to be as much of it as when we saw it before. No. Very likely it sinks into the ground quite rapidly. Isn't that strange, sir? Lake Tarnhelm is disappearing and this one shows up a few miles away? When we get to Jupiter City, we'll consult a geologist. This happens to be part of the water that's been lost from Lake Tarnhelm. Maybe an underground spring fairly close to the surface. Yeah, with phytoplast clay in it. Perhaps. But a few rare factors must occur to produce phytoplast. It isn't just the water itself, but minerals and even bacteria in the ground. However, our main job is to get to the bottom of this sabotage of Pervis's plant. I tell you frankly, Mr. Halstead, if that lake wasn't drying up as rapidly as it is, I wouldn't even consider your offer. I understand, Provence. Controlling interest in exchange for your financial backing of my phytoplast research. Right. And that's more than fair. You have your rapidly shrinking assets. The lake, I mean. I suppose it is. But still, I, I'd like a little more time to think it over. You don't seem to realize, Provence, that I'm doing you a favor. I'll give you four hours to decide. All right, Mr. Halston. You'll have my... The communications operator said he'd notify you when he contacted Mr. Pervin's commander. Fine, Happy. Have you had a chance to find out about our wandering lake? Yes. I got a geological map of the Tarnhelm region. Through past mining operations around there, they've got a pretty good idea of the location of underground springs. Here, take a look. Hmm. Doesn't mean much to me, sir. The mountains around Lake Tarnhelm were formed by an upthrust of rock millions of years ago. Underground springs flow in the opposite direction, away from the valley. Well, what do these marks mean, sir? They indicate an old bauxite mine that was first worked about 15 years ago. They hit a promising vein of bauxite ore, but it played out just about the time the mine shafts were flooded. By an underground spring? Yes, so they abandoned drilling. It costs more to keep the mines pumped out than they get from the bauxite. Oh, I see. However, the geologist says the mine has been reopened on a small scale. Some fella has the idea that there's bauxite in another part of the mountain. According to this scientist, though, the man's just wasting his money or somebody's money. No bauxite there, huh? There couldn't be. On Jupiter, bauxite is only found above a layer of solid rock. Except for this small pocket that's already been worked, that mountain is all rock, right to the surface. Hmm. That guy must be crazy. Perhaps. Still, geologists have been known to be wrong. And he might be lucky enough to find something besides bauxite. It's probably Mr. Pervin, sir. Corey here. Commander, this is Pervin at Tornhelm. Uh, Mr. Pervin, can anyone there overhear this conversation? Mm, no, Commander, this is my private speak, Vincent. Good. I'm sending out two men to go to work at Tornhelm. Oh, your uh, agents? Yes. Uh, good, Commander. By the way, I got some good news. I got private financial backing for my mycoplast research. Oh, you have? Fine, I'm glad to hear it. Yes, I made an arrangement with a man named Halstead. He's got a little money he had made in mining and wants to get into plastic. I had to give him controlling interest in the business, but then I need the money. I see. Well, Mr. Pervins, I wish you the best of luck. Thank you, Commander. Goodbye, Commander. Happy. Did you hear what Pervins said about his new partner? Yes, sir. This man is willing to buy into a business that is sinking into the ground. 
Halstead must be as crazy as that Broxite miner. <laughs> Halstead is the Broxite miner. What? Oh, he seems to have a mania for doing stupid things. Happy, we're going back there and meet Pervins' new partner. He sounds... Come in. Oh, it's you, Drober. Yes, Mr. Halstead. I uh, thought I'd pay my respects to my new boss. <laughs> <laughs> we put it over, didn't we? Uh, how do you like my new office, Grover? Oh, great. Or uh, maybe I should have said, how do you like my new Vitaplast plant? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's more like it. Well, when do we get the water back into the lake? Uh, we'll wait a few weeks, but it'll be easy. Here, look. Here's a cross-section of the mountain. Yeah. Here's the mine. We close up this passage when the water's been draining out of the lake. Then we reopen this one. Yeah. And the underground spring flows back into the lake, just like it's used to. And we're in business. Well, speaking of business, would you like to go down to the lab and look at this new vinyl plant? I most certainly would. That's sensational. We'll make a fortune. This is quite a surprise, Commander. I had no idea you were coming back here. I wanted to meet your new partner. Oh, this is his office. I don't know whether he's in or not. Oh, he's not here. Well, he should be back very soon. Oh, we'll wait. If you have something to do, Mr. Perman, just go ahead. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I do. I want to make a list of some equipment I need now that I have financial backing. Go right ahead. We'll be all right. Uh, thank you. Oh, I just happened to think where Mr. Halstead might be. He said something about wanting to look at the lab. Well, if he doesn't come back soon, we'll wander down. Yes, Happy, it's all very strange. About Halstead, you mean, sir? He's a man who minds a territory that has been proved worthless. And he demands controlling interest in a business that virtually doesn't exist anymore. Well, maybe he has faith in this new Vitaplast thing. How did he know about it? If he did, why didn't he ask for a share in the profits from that? Yeah, it is sort of. But... Well, here's a chart, something like the one you showed me back at Jupiter City, see? It was partly folded over, but I could tell it was a cross-section drawing. Uh-huh. A smaller section, but part of the same territory. Lake Tarnhelm. Some mine shaft. Look how this is marked. Underground spring for lake. And it's filled in for a short distance. This shaft is marked drain from lake. Take this down to the lab, Happy. Perhaps we can get Mr. Halstead to explain it. It's amazing, Grover. This, this Vitaplast does everything you say it does. Yeah, now watch, Mr. Halstead. There's about 50 feet of Vitaplast cable on those two big spools. I'm going to boost the electric current a few amps. What? Unwinding, writhing, and squirming. I could make those heavy strands of vitaplast crawl all over the room, then wind back onto the spool. Take practice, but when you master the control dials, it's easy. You can control vitaplast for production of anything. Turn it off. Someone's coming. Perkins hasn't told me exactly what new type of vitaplast I'm financing, so it wouldn't look good for you to be giving away the secret. Yeah, you're right. Oh, hello, Dober. Hi, right. Commander Croy. And this, I presume, is Mr. Pervins' new partner, Mr. Halstead. Huh? Uh, yes, that's right. I'm glad to know you, Commander. This must be quite a change from the mining business. Oh, yes. Of course, I I don't know much about plastics yet. No, particularly vitaplast. And I don't know much about mining. Happy, would you give me that diagram, please? Yes, sir. Thanks. Mr. Halstead, I thought maybe you could explain this to me. <laughs> Where'd you get this? It was on your desk. Since when does the space patrol have the right to enter a man's private office and go snooping around his private papers? Now, just a minute, Mr. Halstead. I was admitted to your office by your partner, Mr. Perkins. I didn't think you'd be so upset over the little diagram. No, I, uh, I, I'm not upset over the diagram, not at all. This is a mine right over the mountain from the lake, isn't it? I, uh, yes, what about it? If this diagram is accurate, 
and it might be possible to fill the lake up again by reboring this shaft. It's a, a, just a theoretical sketch. Wishful thinking on my part. <laughs> you know, well, it might be interesting to take a look inside those shafts. Happy, wouldn't it be a coincidence if the shaft exactly fitted this uh, imaginative diagram? It sure would. In fact, I think I'll call a couple of mining specialists and space patrolmen at Jupiter City and have them come out. Now look here, Coy. Just what are you getting at? Your controlling interest in this company would mean quite a bit if the lake should uh, accidentally fill up again. I don't have to put up with that kind of insinuation. Would you put up with a brainograph test? Stay where you are, Grover. Okay, Corey. I'm just going to shut off these controls. Keep an eye on them, Happy. Yes, sir. Now, Hall said, I may be wrong about you, but there's... Commander! Commander, look out! Look out for those cables! Get back, officer. Get out of the way! Those are vitaplast cables, Happy. Get Grover. Yes, sir. Uh, Ow! Step there, cadet. These vitaplast cables can give you the weapon of your life. Burn that control off, Grover. I've got a ray gun on you. Yes, so you have. Good shit, I have. Knocked it right out of his hand. And, and look at it, it's coiling around him. Hey, Commander, I can't move. I can't either, Happy. Yeah, of course you can. Not with those coils around your leg. Now I'm really going to tighten them. Grover, look out. Coil, falling. Oh, Happy. It's smashed. Nice going, Commander. Grover, what's wrong? Look at the bite of now. It's falling off them. That's right. Now that the current's off, it's just as limp as spaghetti. Here's where you two get a working over. Oh, that's the coil's gun. It's over there. Go by the house, then I'll get it in a minute. Come here, Grover. Well, oh, Happy, I guess that takes care of him. As limp as, well, as bite up the Yeah, but for a while, it sure was a tight squeeze. <laughs> <laughs> Again next week for another thrilling adventure with Space Patrol.